Hello, and welcome to Landy's Taiwan Diaries. My name is Celia Landman, but most people just call me Landy. My brother suggested that I must tell you about the experience I had when I applied for a permanent residency for Taiwan. When I came here in Taiwan, and I think I mentioned that many, many, many uh, episodes ago, that when you arrived in Taiwan, uh, you got a working visa, but that visa had to be renewed every year. And it was um, a bit of a pain because you had to get a medical test every time. Once you pass the medical, then you can apply for the for another year. And every time you had to pay, you know, so it was not cheap. So then after, after I, th I think I was here for like 10 years or so, I heard that you could actually get a three-year visa now. So you can, you don't, for like three years, it's a little more expensive, but then you, you don't have to go back, you know, for the next two years. So I went and I got that three-year permanent residency, which was not too difficult because of all my years here, I got that. And then I got a three-year visa. Then while I, I just got the three-year visa and I heard, but now the government will now allow long-term foreigners to apply for a permanent residency certificate, what they call an APRC, an Alien Permanent Residency Certificate. And I thought, now this sounds even better. I've now wasted this three-year one a little bit, but that's okay. I'm going to go for this um, permanent one. And as with most things in the past, you know, when you work with government bureaucracy and red trade, nothing is ever really easy. So I went down to the office and I said to a, a gentleman there, I said, I, I want to apply for this. He said, okay. And he gave me a, a stack of papers. He says, these are all the documents you need. And it was a lot. It was, um, some of it was easy to find, like your employment certificate, you can just get from your employer and your tax records to show that you've paid tax every year since you've been here. And so, so there were many of them like uh, that you could get locally. And then the problem was you, oh, you also needed to get a certificate from the Taiwan police to show that you have never broken the law. Well, I have broken the law, but they didn't catch me. So that's okay, it's not on the record. <laughs> so, but then the most difficult one was you had to get a certificate from your own country to say that you have never broken the law, you have no criminal record there. Now this was the real problem because this thing was only valid. So now you have to get this certificate from, so here I'm sitting in Taiwan, I have to get a certificate from South Africa, from the South African National Police. And this thing, once they, they, they issue it, it's only valid for 30 days. So it's, uh, they give it to you, it doesn't arrive immediately, right? It comes by mail. And it, not, it didn't come by email, it came by real mail. And when it arrived here, there's only like 20 days left. And now you still had some things to do with this document. So the first thing is for, I, I, I don't remember, but for some reason I was in South Africa. I didn't have to do this over the phone. I went to the police station and I said to them, this is what I need. And they said, okay, we'll, we'll send it to you. And I actually got it while I was still in South Africa. That's right, that's how it worked. And then we went to the, we had to go to the, Taiwan office in South Africa so they can say that this document is real. So we went in there and we got some kind of stamp and I, and I brought everything back with me. That's why there was only like 20 days left. It's not really the mail. I was, uh, I was a little bit mistaken there. So I got here. I think I've got all my documents now. So I go down to the office again to see this gentleman. He says, okay, this is right. This is right. He says, this one is the problem as I, as I thought. He says, this one has to be translated into Chinese. This from your police office in South Africa. So I go, okay. 
not a problem. So I go to my, my co-worker. Actually, at that time, I had already left my school and I was already freelance. And But luckily, I, I could still use the school address and the school employment certificate and so on. And my, my one colleague, she translated it for me. She was the director of the children's department. So back I go again to this office downtown. I show it to the guy. He goes, yes, but you must get a notary to certify that this is correct. So off I go. Now I'm going to some judge or some notary somewhere in a, in a court there in the north of Taipei. So I get there and they, uh, she goes, oh, no, but the person who translated it must be here with you. So <laughs> back to the school, I said, Audrey was the name of the director who translated it for me. I said, Can, do you have a moment to come with me to see this judge? No problem. She was very nice. So she came with me and uh, her English was much, much better than the judge. So the judge held the two documents side by side. She goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure she did not understand all the words. But she gave us the stamp and that's all we wanted. So I was so grateful. I bought uh, Audrey an ice cream. And then I went, <laughs> I went down to the office again. I said to the man, is this now right? He goes, let me see. He says, okay, but now the translation must also be notified by the Taiwan office in South Africa. Oh, my goodness. So I, I was now, now there were just like three or four days left of this document. So otherwise, I'll have to get a new one again. So I sent the document but with registered mail. Oh, I must say, I called a woman in the... Taiwan office in South Africa. She was a local South African woman working in the Taiwan office. I said, I'm, I'm in a huge, I have a huge problem here. I'm running out of time. And this document has to, has to come to you for, for verification. How much is it going to cost? He said, well, it's going to cost so much money, but you must uh, pay with US dollars. You can't pay with South African money or Taiwan money. It must be US dollars. I said, I'll put it in an envelope in the thing for you. She goes, okay. So I must say she was very helpful. So there it went. And she actually called me back to say, it's already coming back to you. It was very fast. So with a day or so left, I went down to the office and I said to the guy, is everything all right now? He looks at everything. He says, yep, these are all the documents. No, these are documents. I don't want to lie to you. It was like a centimeter or two thick, all the documents. He says, now what you need is, these are the originals. You have to copy every single document. And every single one has to be signed. That is a true copy of the original. So I went to 7-Eleven. And I copied like crazy. So now put everything together. It's like four or five centimeters thick. And I go down to the office and I say to the guy now, oh, I must just mention this. When I went to the guy like the third or fourth time, I don't know if he was giving me a test, but he started speaking only Chinese to me. I don't know if, if that is part of the deal, but he then started speaking only Chinese to me. I don't know if it's he has to test me a little bit to see if I can fit into society here. But I got there with all my, my two stacks, the original and everything, and I gave everything to him. And um, just at that time, my school that I left a few months before, because I told you I was already freelance then, the school said to me, well, we are now going to cancel your residency certificate because you haven't worked here for us for two months, and we, we need now your certificate for a new teacher. I go, wow, I said, I've just handed in my, my forms. It's going to take a week or two. Can you give me a week or two? They go, no. We're going to cancel it very soon now. So back again, I go to this gentleman at the office. The, it's called the Taipei Foreign Relations Office or something. And I said to him, here's my problem. In, in a day or two, I'm going to be illegal. Is there anything you can do for me? He says, I'll help you out. He said in English, he said, I'll help you out. And he took my passport and he, he put a, like an extension. Like a, I think it was a two or three week extension. He gave it to me, he put in my passport. I said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then... About two weeks later, here comes my, 
my permanent residency certificate. And the relief was immense. You know, I always say I don't mind struggling with red tape and with visas and with documents as long as there are results at the end of the line. So I got my card and man, was I happy. And then he said, so I thought now I'm home and free, right? He goes, okay, so now you must go to the labor office and apply for a working permit. The residency permit is just so you can live here. It doesn't give you the right to work. And I go, oh my goodness, here we go again. So in my mind, I now foresee a similar procedure, like I just went through to get this little card. Now I'll have to go through the same thing. So my, my heart is fell right, right out, it's in my shocks. And I walked into the labor office and I said to them, okay, uh, I, I need a working permit. Here's my permanent residency certificate. They take it and they say, let me see. And they go, okay, wait a minute. And three minutes later, <laughs> they gave me my, my permanent working permit as well. So then I had a permanent residency permit and a permanent working permit. And uh, I must say, just to have those documents makes your life so much easier. It's, not, it's none of that next year I must renew and renew. It's, you are free, you can relax, you can apply for any job. Like uh, before, it was, um, actually I remember the, the job where I work now at the university. They said to me, show us your documents and I showed the two one, the permanent residency and uh, they say this should be okay. I said this should be okay. This is definitely okay. This is permanent, permanent. So uh, that's the first job I got using these. Because the other freelance jobs that I was doing was kind of like private, you know, what we call privates, one-on-one -on -one people just meeting a student in a coffee shop and so on. So it was the real, real, first real job I got with my new documents. And since then, those documents have served me very well. It's now, um, I suppose, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you this. You could only apply for this permanent residency if you had been in Taiwan for 12 years. You needed to be a very long time. So very few people had it. And, and then on top of that, it was so difficult to get. Can I just say, since then it has changed a lot. Many of my friends now have it. They got it after they were here for five years, which is usually the time, you know, five years. And the procedure is, is much easier. They still need that criminal certificate from their home country, but the whole procedure has, has, has become much, much easier. So uh, good luck to people in the future who want to do this. I thought I'll share my experience with you so you know how grateful you must be that things have been streamlined and you didn't have to go through all this trouble. All right, so that brings us to the end of this episode. I hope uh, it brought a smile to your face and until we talk again, goodbye.